Welcome to Acona Beyond the Articles, the podcast of Acona Online, the student-run newspaper for the Academy of the Holy Names in Tampa, Florida. Each episode is hosted by our staff members in which they give their opinions on a variety of current topics. We publish one episode per week, and you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the episode. Hey everyone, hope you're having a great day so far. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast today on September 10th, 2020. I'm Iman, and I am in Tampa. And I'm Ryan, and I'm currently in Auburn. And today, we are going to discuss the Letter to Woman written by Pope John Paul II. The Letter to Woman was written in the summer of 1995. In this letter, he addressed the woman of the world and the church's point of view as how two women were at a disadvantage and should be treated equally. Now, we aren't going to give you a history lesson about that, because that's what the internet is for. Instead, we are going to discuss our favorite sections, quotes, or mentions that were in this letter. To start off our discussion, Ryan and I were wondering what section of woman you must relate it to when Paul II thanked the woman. Well, as of now, I can only relate to women who are daughters and sisters. I am a daughter of God and of my biological father. With this, I have the responsibility to uphold my family name and be a child of God. Even though this is a difficult job to have, I believe I think I'm doing my best. And I'm also a sister to my brother, but right now he's away at college. But I try to keep him informed about everything that's going on at home and with our dogs and school and everything. In the future though, I hope God blesses me to become a mother, a wife, and a working woman. But that all depends on his plans for me. What about you, Iman? Are you a sister or a daughter to anyone? I am, in fact, a daughter to both my mother and father and God, and a sister to six other siblings. I try my best to be the best daughter and sister, but sometimes it gets very difficult, especially when my siblings bother me or my parents get angry with me. Yeah, I agree. It's sometimes hard to fill parents' shoes and siblings' shoes. Okay, so one of the passages that resonated with me the most to the letter of woman was the 12th passage on page 8 in our PDF, where Pope John Paul II explains that women are special and are different from men because they acknowledge the person. And again, that was on page 8, and John Paul II said that. However, my favorite quote from this passage is, Genius of woman not only by considering great and famous women of the past or present, but also those ordinary women who reveal the gift of their womanhood by placing themselves at the service of others in their everyday lives. For in giving themselves to others each day, women fulfill their deepest vocation. And again, Pope John Paul II said that, and that's on page 8. So the reason why I like this quote is because Pope John Paul II addresses that woman don't have to be famous and able to do the right thing. Instead, ordinary women do the right thing all the time and go unnoticed by society, but not ever unnoticed by God. Iman, what was your favorite quote or passage and why? My favorite quote was, Thank you, women who are daughters and women who are sisters. Into the heart of the family, and then of all society, you bring the richness of your sensitivity, your inclusiveness, your generosity, and fidelity. So I'm not familiar with the effort it takes to be a working woman, so I, 
wasn't able to relate with all the other things he said, but I did appreciate the Pope's words about them. And I have been a daughter and a sister for my entire life, which is why this quote has a special meaning to me, because of the complexity that it takes to be a young woman. And to change gears a little bit, Ryan, I was wondering how the Sisters of the Holy Names, the people who founded our school, connect to John Paul's second letter. So part of the Sisters of the Holy Names of Jesus and Mary is to empower those who are at a disadvantage. And at this time, the women were at a disadvantage. And not to say they probably still are with unequal pay and everything, but let's not get off on that topic. So the sisters have fought and will continue to fight for social justice for everyone, not just women. However, with the letter to women, the sisters could address their community on their stance and the church's stance on social justice for women throughout the world. Now, Iman. I was curious on how people in our generation can relate to this letter because it was written such a long time ago. I mean, 1995, we weren't even born then. So, yeah. So is there like a certain movie, TV show, famous person, or book that you think people can connect to in this letter in a certain way? Well, there is a person. I believe Alexandra Cortez connects to the letter because she is a House representative from New York City and she is the youngest congresswoman. And she's made a name for herself in her last two years as a congresswoman because of her spoken ideals and her courage to speak out. She is very vocal about her ideas about women being treated equally and the oppression women have felt for generations. And this relates to Pope John II's letter to women because she is the enemy of the type of woman who the Pope is for. She fights for what she believes in, all while being gracious and intelligent. So now that is my only take on on it. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I think she's a great representation of how people can relate to the letter to women. But for a section of the letter of women to me that related to pop culture was when Pope John Paul II thanked those who are mothers. He described mothers as the anchor as the child makes its way along the journey of life. So that was said by John Paul II on page two of his letter to woman. But again, that could be different because that was our PDF. But okay, back on the quote. So I'm going to warn you guys just in case if you have not seen Gilmore Girls, then you might want to fast forward a little bit because there is a spoiler alert. So I related to this quote to a mother from a popular television series, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, and she's always an anchor for her daughter, Rory. So throughout Gilmore Girls, Lorelai is there for Rory no matter what, no matter if it's in college, high school, anything. She's always there for her. However, in season six, episode seven, Rory crits Yale and goes to her grandparents' house, and Lorelai is not happy with her and her decision at all. Lorelai tries to go behind Rory's back and come up with a proposal with her parents to send Rory back to school, but Lorelai's parents did not follow through with a plan, so she was just trying to save Rory from what could happen. However, Rory does come back to her senses and decides to attend Yale again and move back to campus instead of spending the time with her grandparents. Despite the months of Rory and Lorelai not talking, Rory comes back to Lorelai and she admits that she did wrong. Lorelai 
does not lecture or reprimand Rory. Instead, she is full of joy that her daughter is back and welcomes her with open arms. If God grants me with the joy of motherhood, I hope that one day I'll be like Lorelai. Just like Lorelai, how Rory is the anchor throughout the Gilmore series. Now, Ryan, Miss Doobie asked us this question during class. What if we could be champions of one another rather than tearing each other down? What do you think about this question, and do you have any ideas on how to build each other up? So, yeah, I think with everything going on right now in society, I think it's important to lift each other up. We need to lift each other up, especially during senior year, because that's when time gets really difficult, especially when it comes to college applications. I know everyone is stressing about applications and essays, but we need to remind them that they're going to get through it and get into college and everything that will end up okay. And this leads to mental health problems, which in fact, today is National Prevention of Suicidal. So that's very important, especially with girls our age, and guys, not just girls, and we need to make sure that our friends are acting normal and not changing their behaviors throughout the senior year or ever to make sure that we're always there for them. And if they need help, we help them seek the help they need. How about you, Amon? Do you have any ideas on how to build each other up? I think we can praise our classmates when they do well on a test or in a class instead of just ignoring how well they did. But on the other hand, they are not doing well in a class. The students who are doing well in that class can actually tutor those who are not and help them understand the lesson. So this way, they don't fall behind in the class and feel like they're not smart enough. We can also lift each other up, especially if others are having a bad day. We, the students need to be there for our sisters because we all have bad days, but we should remind them that everything will be okay in here. And do, do not let focus on the negatives. Right. remember that walk Miss Doobie gave us in class? Yeah, what about that? Well, I was wondering if you had someone or something you wanted to throw the rock. <laughs> well, Iman, I would probably throw my rock at myself because I'm so hard on myself. I always look at the negatives and never like really focus on the positives of the gifts that God gave me or blessed me with. I always complain about the way I look or if I'm not smart enough. I always compare myself to others and I know I need to stop doing that, but it's so hard right now being a senior and with social media. What about you, Iman? Who would you throw a rock at? I'm hard on myself too, so I would probably throw the rock at myself, especially with college acceptances coming out. I feel like I would down myself if I don't get into a certain college. Well, Iman, it's all going to be okay. God has a plan for each and every one of us, and he won't lead us astray. Yeah, I know, but I'm just worried that I'm going to need to talk it's okay to be hard on yourself, just not too hard. We need to have fun, fun once in a while, especially now that we are seniors. You know, speaking of senior year, do you ever remember building some down throughout the years? You know, I don't remember if I did that or not. Probably tear them down a lot, but not to their face, just probably behind their backs. I mean, what made you hesitate? Build 
I think it was just a personal situation. I feel like the girls in our grade wouldn't take it seriously or that we didn't mean what I said, but I totally meant that. However, I feel like I did encourage my friends in my friend group and built them up when they did something well or got a good test grade or did a personal best in swim or track. What about you? Yeah, I'll have to agree with you about that. I think it's a lot easier to build up your friends instead of your enemies. However, I do think we both need to work on praising those we are not friends with. Yeah, I agree with you on that too. You know, Iman, our time is coming to a close, but I think we have time for a couple more discussions or questions to reflect on. So, I think the reason why to like wrap up this topic that it's hard to praise those we don't like is because we always, I think we're just jealous of them and that we seek ebony from them and we don't want them to succeed because we want to succeed, but everybody wants to succeed in life and everybody's going to, there's going to be someone smarter than you or make more money than you, but I think we just need to realize that and we just need to uplift each other. So yeah, so I think like the last question I have um, that we just are going to discuss today is, have you ever had an experience that you would consider a true encounter with God? So, you know personally, so I'm not Christian, so I don't think I've yet had a true encounter with God, but what about you? Yeah, I've actually had had an encounter with God, and it was recently too. It was around the second week of August of this year when it happened. So my house got struck by lightning, but don't worry, everybody inside is okay and everybody involved is okay. So there was no structural damage and no one got injured, so I'm definitely grateful about that. And even though we had to place a lot of electronic stuff, nothing really got damaged. I'm so glad you and your family are okay, though. Yeah, I am too. We were truly blessed then, and we still are. And I have thanked God every day since then for protecting us. Well, Ryan, on that note, I think it's time to wrap things up. Okay. Well, I want to thank all our listeners for listening in to our first podcast ever. And even though we aren't in the same county or state for that matter... We did manage to come up and produce this podcast for you guys, so I hope you enjoyed it and all the listeners out there. Yes, thank you guys for listening to discuss to discuss the letter of woman written by Pope John Paul II. Now, in case you didn't know, we are going to do a monthly podcast up until December. Yeah, so we're going to post monthly, just once a month though, discussing different topics and all that. So next month is our discussion on ministry and mission, but I'm not pretty sure what the other topics is. So stay tuned for that. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.